Hey, yeah, you. Do you want to start a podcast but don't know where to start? Try Anchor. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast ever. So even if you have zero podcasting experience, Anchor makes the process simple so you can focus on your content. It is an audio host website that makes recording, editing, and storing your audio easy. Anchor will even help distribute your podcast to other sites such as Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts, and other major audio platforms. With a clean user interface and design, Anchor gives you the tools you need to get your voice heard around the world. Give Anchor a try. Tell them the K2B Podcast sent you. You are now listening to Keeping the Balance, KTB Podcast. Join us as we examine life as men, confronting tough issues, raw and unfiltered, keeping it real while keeping the balance. This is the KTB Podcast. All right, welcome to the KTB Podcast. We are keeping the balance. I got my man Red here. What's going on? And... Yes, sir. And our boy Julio Javier joining us for for the first time. Say what's up, Julio. Hey, how's it going, everybody? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Appreciate your time, man. And so today for today's episode, a little bit different. We're going to switch it up, right? We try to bring something fresh every single time to this podcast. Something to uh, to that's worth talking about when it comes to keeping the balance. And today's topic is pretty much going to be God, family, and jujitsu. And so since we got my man Julio here, Julio, can you just give us a little bit about yourself? Give us your story and introduce yourself to the audience, please. Uh, well, yeah. Um, name is Julio. Everybody calls me Jay. Um, man, my story is almost almost a little similar to yours, man. You know, Bronx, Puerto Rican Bronx kid. Growing up, growing up poor between, you know, the Bronx and New York and, and Puerto Rico, um, you know, just growing up in the streets and growing up at home, being a mama's boy was uh, a different, a different mix, you know, um, not, not, not too many kids that grow up in the street really become mama's boys, you know, they, they, they grow up hard. My dad really wasn't around until I was older, you know, uh, I basically grew up with a bunch of drug dealers, man, that honestly, they always looked out for me, man. They never, they never, um, put me in harm's way, man. They always made sure I went home and, and I didn't do any drugs or anything. So I was actually, God looked out for me. I got to say, God looked out for me. Um, my mama always had Jesus in my heart. She always, she always prayed for me. She always read the, she had this crazy looking Bible, bro. It was probably you look mad old and thick or inches thick. Oh, that's bro. the and it that's was, the family it, Bible right there. Yeah, it weighed like it weighed like like forty pounds, bro. Like, <laughs> and it had a it had a big picture of white Jesus in the front. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it was a I can't yo I never remembered that until until now. That's funny. That's funny. But um, yeah um, you know one day man, I was like I grew up. I, mean, I went to high school. I played sports. I was a Boy Scout. So doing those different things and leaving the city a little bit, I had this crazy uh, scoutmaster who was half Cherokee Indian, half half Irish, oh, wow. who was a Vietnam Vietnam Marine, and he was the first person that 
I learned what shell shock was, aka PTSD. Mm. You know, and um, man, he he took a bunch of ghetto ghetto kids out of the city and stuck us in the woods, and that was a whole different experience. And that's when I knew that there was life outside of New York City. Wow, you know, no um, man. Um, I'm gonna fast forward ahead. When I was 19, man, I I I, I graduated half a year late. Because I went to go get my high school diploma and my guidance counselor was like, oh, sorry, you didn't graduate because of one science credit when you was a freshman. Wow. Uh, yeah. And, you know, the whole time I'm thinking I'm doing right, you know, I, I, and I was in the top science class in, the, in, in, in JFK, dissecting pigs and sharks and all kinds of crazy stuff, you know, and um, I had to spend six more months in New York. And one day I went outside. And I was praying. I was like, God, man, like, what am I going to do with myself? Like, I'm a poor kid from the Bronx. How am I going to pay for college? Because I see everybody struggling. And a bullet ricocheted off the top of like, almost like maybe five or six feet over my head. as wow. I was, And I was sitting down on the steps. So if I was standing up, it might have hit me. Wow. You know, I'm, I'm, wow. I'm six foot two, you know? Yeah, so, you're a big guy. You're a big guy. Yeah, big bully. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> man, I walked... I walked to the recruiting station, and five days later, man, I was gone to boot camp. Wow. Five days, man. Five days. The, the recruiter himself couldn't believe that I was clean when I peed. Yeah. He said, no, when, he when, says I, a, when, I, when I first... 100- when I, <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. I'm going to let you finish. Go ahead. Go ahead. Confession time. He said 100 out of 100 kids that come in there yeah. all pop dirty. Oh, Yeah. And, yeah. they, and they help them get past that hurdle. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they sure yeah, they, they do. Sure help me. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I mean, because all my my boys back home, you know, they 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 were all we were all potheads, and so yeah, yeah, yeah. I, told them, I was getting ready to join the navy. They're like, "Oh, we're gonna celebrate." Well, what do you think happens when you celebrate? Right? We 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 hot box the crib, you know, and so right. so yeah. that's what we did. And uh, and I was like, no, I'm 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 not gonna smoke, but I was around it, you know. And I was like, well, let me get a smell, you know what I mean? It's, <laughs> well, I mean, I, just, just sitting in there like inhaling it, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. I so I had to wait like another two extra weeks and stuff. It was crazy. Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah. that but but so so fast forward for me, Julio. What's 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 your family look like now, man? Man, um, I'm I'm I married a woman from Brooklyn, um. All right. Yeah, I married a woman from Brooklyn. BK. <laughs> she's, Puerto, she's, Puerto, she's Puerto Rican too. She's Puerto Rican as well, but she grew up more of a. She she grew up in Queens and Brooklyn, Ozone Park area and Knickerbocker area. Mm. Um, okay. So she, okay. she grew up. Yeah, she she grew up Puerto Rican and Italianish, because of being around the, those mobsters and everything. I mean, she oh, lived wow. right next, literally right next door to the mafia. So it's like the way she grew up was, you know. It's like it's like she grew up good and messed it up herself by being around the wrong crowd, you know. So um, her story is a little different different from mine. So mix mixing our personalities together, we have some interesting kids, man. We got four <laughs> kids. We got four kids together. I'm already a grandfather because when I met her, she had a son already that I be fathered, and he was he was four years old. I raised him because he had no other dad. I was dad, you know. I am dad. Right. Let's get it right. That's awesome. <laughs> you know? And, uh, man, he gave me a beautiful grandbaby, man. He's like a year and a half old right now. 
Yeah, I, I see pictures of him on on IG, man, and 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 I seen him in person, man. He looks, man, chunky, chunky little baby, man. Yeah, man, he's a he's yeah, a character. He looks adorable. He, likes to talk. he looks adorable. He's man. a character. He likes to talk. <laughs> yeah, man. So, so like you, eight years in the Navy, contracted for seven years, and when started working for the government about almost six years ago, and four kids and one grandbaby later, here I am, you know. Yeah, that's right. So you said you got you got four kids, right? You got right. the oldest that that's made you a grandpa now, and then you got the other three, right? Give us give us the ages real quick of your other three. So the the three that are still at home, that's seven, eighteen. My daughter just turned eighteen, and she's driving. Scary thought, right? Yeah, <laughs> um, it is scary, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she she already crashed into one of my cars when I was teaching her before oh, she got a license. Oh my so gosh. That was interesting, right? Um, it wasn't bad, though. It wasn't that bad. Uh, then I have a 15-year-old son. He's going to be 16 in April, you know, just a couple of months. And I have a 13-year-old who's who's almost almost bigger than my than my 15-year-old in, in, in height. Yeah, almost almost there. Weight-wise, he's like a linebacker. He's 200 pounds. Woo! Hmm. And this ain't and this ain't two hundred pounds sloppy. This is like two hundred pounds of solid, solid like muscle and chunk. <laughs> muscle like, and oh, chunk. Man. That's a good combination, man. When you got the he muscle looks, he looks, and chunk. He looks better than me. He looks better than me than when I when I was his age, you know? Yeah, <laughs> That's good uh, stuff, man. Hey, so so diving into the uh the uh, jujitsu, when when did you decide to get into that, bro? So I've always been into martial arts, right? Always, always. Um, I was like one of those one of those dudes that was like, you know, it, it was like Kung Fu, Wu Tang, you know. Oh yeah, the, man. The, but but uh, you know, I will mess you up. Show enough. Yeah, yeah. Show enough, right? Right. Bruce Leroy, Bruce Lee, Jackie Chan. You know, I can keep going, but oh, you those get are it, classics, right? so, bro. Um, right, right. So. I've always wanted to do martial arts. So when I was in the military, um, I learned some combat skills being stationed in certain certain commands. And that's when I started learning. Now, and wait. Very, so, very... so question, was that from the Marines? Because I know the Marines do the MCMAP training. No, this was this was uh, Navy personnel training like um, SWIX, you know, uh-huh. um, um, SEAL team personnel. Uh, and this wasn't on my first ship. This was on my second ship when I was in the Oak Hill. And what what, what really got me to training was this um, DC one. This DC one, um, about five foot eight, big stocky black dude, probably weighed like two ten for for five eight. And that's 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 pretty big. He's all muscled out. And he said he needed somebody to help him train. I said, man, I'll I'll, I'll come learn. Nobody showed up but me. So we would we would train and we had this turntable where they they would turn the the tanks inside the ship, right? That came in because this ship was basically carrying Marines and everything. Mm. Um, so he had mats and everything that he brought on board. You know, he put like a fifteen by fifteen foot area, and I remember he was on top of me. He was he was you know um, what they call you know on full mount, and I felt weird like. I, I, it was bothering me. There was a man on top of me, right? <laughs> and, and this dude, this dude smacks the bejesus out of me. Wow! And tells uh, and tells me snap out of it. 
and I turned up. And ever mm. since that moment, man, it was like it 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 went away. And there, I, I I grew up fighting somewhat. You know, there's 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 things that I'm not proud of, and 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 experiences that I had. I've been jumped a lot in New York, you know, because I was a the tall, giant, dorky-looking kid until I hit like you know, high school and, and my testosterone kicked in and my face features changed. I started growing hair, right. started getting muscles from playing all kinds of sports and things changed. So when I was finally in the Navy, I was always still a big guy. No matter how much I try to lose weight, I was always a big guy. Right. And people was like, man, you should do this. You should do that. So started training MMA, did that for about five months. Um, oh, let me backtrack. I actually boxed. Um, in the enterprise for a little bit mm. and the same thing there was this um master at arms three named sears never gonna forget him another big black dude i'm always attracting <laughs> the black guys you know because <laughs> they, 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 they think i'm black too they think i'm like a light a light-skinned yellow bone black dude right yeah man yeah, they they think latinos you're, you're the latinos right. are, are like they're blessed in man we we right, all know right Right, right, right. For the longest time, I thought he was Dominican, you know. So we make the same mistake right, right. with the with the light skinned brothers. Right? That's so crazy, bro. So same same <laughs> thing with him, man. He said he needed somebody to train, and I'm like, I'm training with you. Like, I'll come learn, and that that saved me, man. Because I remember, um, I got into a fight on the Enterprise, man, and it was it was like almost like one of those old school Navy stories. Even though it was in you know like 2003, we were out to sea, and there was this one. Puerto Rican kid named Jimenez that grew up in California. So his Spanish was Mexican Spanish because he grew up in California. And mm. man, I have brought this kid to my house, fed him, you know, like I, 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 I be brothered him, if that's a word, you know, like, you know, not just befriended him, I be brothered him. You get what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I saw Bring him, him as a young guy. Yeah, yeah. And he disrespected me. Oof. And I had this good friend named named Mario. We're still friends to this day. And oh, Mario! As, right, right. I remember me, Mario. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I st- I work with him now. So imagine, I know this dude over twenty years now. We would have retired together in the Navy. We would have both stood in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's crazy. But he looks at me. He gives me that look, like like you you gonna do something about this? Oh wow. <laughs> You know, and 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 back then I wasn't as as godly and, and calm as I am now, and and you knowing me, that's me saying that I'm calm now is like big, you know, just like yeah, you, yeah, you know, like yeah, our yeah. levels of calm right. compared to before is like whoa. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, for sure. So man, um, I said, hey man, I don't think you want to do this, and he was like, yes, I, yes, I do, wow. and the dude was about Raymond size, right? Um, so we go to the next door and we close the door and we always had the guy named, uh, another big black dude named show. And he was the enforcer of the, of the shop. He was like, all right, I'm gonna close this door. You boys handle business. He closes the door and I put my hands up. Mind you, I've been boxing for like six months right now. We're still out to see, right? Everybody's like, like ornery, you know, like everybody's like, I want to get home. Right. Oh yeah. Everybody's so the man. testosterone is raging. This, this dude is, yeah. So he goes. He goes, and I, I put my hands up, man. I leave my hands open, and I say, you ready? He goes, yeah, I'm ready. And yo, real quick, I smack the heck out this kid. <laughs> I smack him. His cheek turns, right? And he goes to the back corner and starts grabbing this giant two-inch wrenches, you know, like big, wide mechanical wrenches in the shop, and he grabs a knife. 
And I said, oh, this dude want to get dirty. So I knock on the door. Shelton is standing outside. He comes in and he goes, hey, man, what you doing? And he starts walking over to Jimenez. So Jimenez put it down. He goes, nothing, man, nothing. He goes, man, you better fight clean, man, or I'm going to come in here. He closes the door. Uh-huh. Jimenez comes walking up to me. I say, hey, man, you still want to do this? And he kind of put his hands up. And I put my hands up. He goes, man, forget it. So he walks out. I'm on watch. And then I'm looking. I'm looking. Everybody's up late, right? Because, you know, it's the weekend. And then you go, hey, man, who's who's your turnover? I go, oh, snap. I got to go wake Jimenez up. So I go over to his rack and wake him up um, 30 minutes before before his watch so he can, you know, freshen up or whatever. And he's in the bottom rack. So I squat down. I open his curtain. I go, hey, man, hey. You got to wake up. And he turns around and he looks at me. He goes, hey, I'm sorry, Javi. And he comes and he gives me a big <laughs> hug, bro. And I'm just like, what, what is going on? So I hug him back because right? I felt bad, right? Because he was like my little brother. I felt bad. My man bro. was having a dream about you, bro. That's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> and then he saw this big old dude. That, that big hand. Bro, he saw like... that big hand coming again. <laughs> I <was> like, yeah. <laughs> you smack your way into this dude's dreams, bro. That's 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 vicious, son. It's like running bro, from this yeah, giant hand in his dream. I, I wasn't happy about it, you know, but it was like something that. So the reason why I bring this up, there's a, there's a point to the story, right? Along with that, along with, with getting smacked by the MMA dude, right? Because I forgot his last name. I just remember it was DC1. And fast forward, I took Taekwondo with the kids. And we took Taekwondo for about a year and a half. And they loved it because they were little because of the the master, Master Phelps, over in, in Chesapeake um, Martial Arts. He... He made it fun for everybody. You know, mm-hmm. it wasn't just regular regular taekwondo. He he we used kendos. He taught us um how to use a staff, how to use nunchucks, you know. So I learned how to twirl a nunchuck a little bit like Bruce Lee, and I thought I was, you know, a fat Bruce Lee, right? Fat, <laughs> just call me fat fat Bruce hey, Leroy, come, right? Like, like <laughs> Kung Fu Panda over here, yeah. Right, exactly, bro. Exactly. Kung Fu Panda. So, Goodness gracious. And then uh so we I was I, I, I was noticing the the discipline and the control factor that you have and the and the confidence that you get when you train because mm. you you really believe in your head that you can take care of yourself right right so, right. so then um hold on so so real quick I'll, to go back to your story where you said you were pinned down by this guy who was smaller than you right was it was it that like that feeling of like helplessness that really drove you to say this is not happening to me again? I don't want this feeling. The the beginning part of it, to be honest with you, was was like homophobia, basically. Oh, wow. because he was on top of me. I can I can literally feel ah. his junk on. <laughs> because that's what my mind that's what my mind is. I know I'm I'm being honest. No, yeah, no, no, no. I, I get it. I get it. Then, you felt then violated. When Right. And then when he got on top of me and he was on full mount and me being the size that I am and I couldn't get him off me. Right. It kind of just left me stuck and I didn't know what to do. And I just kind of froze. And that's when he smacked me. So it was like one of those hard smacks. Not like a not like a uh, uh, not like a tap, a not punk, like a love tap, not, not like a punk slap. It was more right. like, uh, a, like, yeah, yeah. you know, like, and, hey, yeah. yo, wake up. 
like wake up, you know. And he did that to to make to get my adrenaline going, and it worked. Mm. It worked, right? Yeah. So I learned I learned some things because I remember one time I was wrestling with 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 Ernie, you know. And you remember you wrestled, when I put you, you in, wrestled in that, Ernie in, in that Kimura? Yeah, I ain't trying yeah. to put him on blast, man. That's messed up. But oh, wait, wait, wait. Is this is this when you uh is this when you went to to roll around with him? And in, in no, the, this, yeah, this was when yeah we were we were working together. Y'all were oh wow. This, no, this was when we were Please, working together. This is good this stuff. Is I need to hear this story. Here we go. <laughs> no, I, I ain't good to him doing it like that. No, just, do it, do it. No, it's it's cool. It's cool. Yeah, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. All right, so. So Ernie, Ernie's always, Ernie's always, always been like, like the short, stocky dude. So he was like lifting weights at the time. He was big, you know, and and he was like, yeah, let's go, because I would wrestle with everybody. And and so Ernie was giving me a run for my money, right? So when he went to go, go finally like, like get on top and take me down, what wound up happening is, is I just threw my legs up and I used his momentum. And when he rolled over, I caught his arm in a kimura, which Ooh. is like just a key lock. Yeah, yeah. And I, I slowly, I slowly, kind of slowly, like twerked it and held it, and and he was like, "I'm good, I'm good." Like we stopped, right? <laughs> and I heard him a little, and I heard him a little bit, and and this is good that this brought up because this this is important because even though I would watch MMA and I practice a little bit MMA, mm-hmm. jujitsu teaches you control on how to properly train, even if you're playing around with somebody who doesn't know what they're doing, right? Right. Because you could hurt somebody. So, right. And, and at that time, at that time, so the reason why I was like, "Come on, Julio!" Like I thought that I could take him was because I had just taken down three of the dudes. <laughs> I, th- I think three right. of the big dudes, right? Right? Wasn't it? It was. Right. Right. We right. used to, we he used to was, do work. He was smelling and stuff. He was like, time. Was "Yeah." Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Oh, you want some big boy? Come and get some." <laughs> That's funny, man. You want some Julio? You can get it too. I was like, All right, we can do this. We can do this. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I was staying out of it for a little bit, right? He was, I, was. Yeah, he, he was just, just watching, but he he'd always be there, <laughs> hyping everything up, man. You be. <laughs> <laughs> we had a good time, bro. We had a good time. But, and and so around that time was before you had entered into the world of jujitsu, like full throttle, right. you know. And right. so, so he ended up doing the kimura on me, like not even really, like I didn't even know what was going on. I was like, what the heck just happened? This big dude just locked my arm up. You know what I mean? And so, so yeah, that's 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 pretty interesting. So then tell us what at what year did you did you go into jujitsu? So I went I went into jujitsu four about four years ago. Four years, four years ago. ago. I remember. Yeah. Destiny Destiny was just they're, they're turning going on 14. So she's 18 now. Um so this is this is what happened. I wanted to put her in wrestling because Destiny was doing CrossFit. Oh, that's one of the other things that we did. I also did powerlifting and and you know, CrossFit man, and that's that's CrossFit a good foundation, and, man. It is. They, it they is. say they it say is. powerlifting is one of one of the best foundations that you can get for yourself, like to set yourself up for anything in the future. Yeah, that's good. Your legs, your base is, mm-hmm. is your hip. Your hip movement in CrossFit yep. translates perfectly to jujitsu. One hundred percent. I cannot. Yeah. I cannot deny that. Um, mm-hmm. So I had. I, we all had a good structure going in. You know, um, I always taught my kids. My kids didn't really played a lot of sports, but we but like for school, but we, we did sports. Like we, 
we we mountain bike, we we run around, and we always wrestled at home. I always taught my kids how to wrestle, how to take care of themselves, right? So even though I was always teaching my daughter, I wanted my daughter to to wrestle. I mean, this little girl when she was ten years old, she was deadlifting 110 pounds, and then Ooh. when she was four, when she was 14 years old, she was deadlifting 350 pounds. Goodness gracious! Oh, a lot of a lot of men can't do that. That's true. You right. Know? Yeah. I said, That's right. I said, man, this. This little girl is scary strong, you know, and 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 her mama wasn't isn't weak either. She was deadlifting three fifty five too. Like, mm. so her having strong strong parents, physically strong parents, right? Because we're talking about the physical part. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Really, really, really set a foundation for them physically. So I was trying to put her in wrestling. We couldn't find wrestling anywhere for girls. <clears throat> Right. right. I said, okay, well, let's just go ahead and try jujitsu. So I looked up a gym, and the first gym we wound up going to was Virginia Beach Jiu-Jitsu. And we went there, and they let us borrow some some geese. We did the first class. We rolled around, and I looked at Destiny, and the smile hmm. that this girl had ear yeah. to ear was incredible. Um mm. It was like it was her thing, and we all signed up that that day. It was like wow, we knew, we knew. So fast forward a little bit, you know, going through competing. My kids competed like crazy. They have tons of medals. Spent a lot of money on them. Let me tell you, but it was it was worth it because it's 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 so different when you actually compete in a martial arts competitive level. That technically, when you look at it, it's called it's called arte suave in Portuguese, which means um, the the gentle art, right? Mm-hmm. Even even though it's an art that teaches you how to subdue and kill somebody if need be, it, it can right. it can be dangerous. But in the sport level of it, let alone the self defense portion of it, the sport level of it gives you this confidence and this and this boost in morale and 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 just helps you learn what it is to train hard for a goal because you want that gold. You also want to you want to impress your your teacher, your 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 sensei, your professor, as, as we call it, professor in jujitsu, um, because he's a professional. It takes eight years for usually eight years on average for a person to reach their black belt. This is not like. Mm regular your regular martial arts area where you didn't get a black belt in three years like this they, do, they just don't give this out like it's candy you get what right. i'm saying right, right. you have right. to earn you it you gotta work for it right so <clears throat> all three of my all three of my kids and myself aside from the oldest because he never liked to get any any anything physical like that he, this wasn't his thing he had a, he has a proximity issue um they've been doing it ever since and <clears throat> their confidence level has just exploded, not just with 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 themselves, but and their friends and talking to people, but them knowing that they can go into any situation and handle it. Right. They know that they're going to be all right. Like they're not they're not they're not afraid of people. They're not afraid of um of pain. They're not afraid of of losing because they know what defeat is. Mm-hmm. They're not a they're, they're humble in winning. You know, um, I've had I've had my kids share their their um their medals with with their teammates because they have to be in the same category and they would take turns 
sharing first place. That's a big lesson in humility to to share that because you know America teaches you two things, right? In my opinion, this is my opinion. Teaches you two things. It teaches you to to be greedy and and get what you want to get. You have to get yours no matter what, mm-hmm. right? But then it also teaches you that everybody gets a trophy. Everybody right. gets a participation. Like here you go, trophy, right? Yeah. For you, just to, just because you was there and you and you and you smiled, you get a trophy, right? Right. So, my kids are very very much against that because they know the value of the hard work that it takes. Hard work, right? To get there, right? right? And yeah. It's like right. you get They're rewarded not, for the work that you right. put in. Yeah. Right. And we're not we're not talking about like. For this for like little like four five and six year olds that don't won't understand not getting a participation trophy we're talking about right. kids that are like eight we're talking about grown teen grown yeah. teenagers young yeah. young teen preteens and in the where well, you know right from wrong you know right. how how much work it takes into getting something and you know mm-hmm. what it is that if you don't get there then you don't get first place or you right. don't get to win right and, I, I could- and so I'd say I, I can relate to that because um I remember before I got into like um like bodybuilding and weightlifting and stuff like that, I would look at these guys and be like, man, these dudes are you know, what? Why are these guys so big? Like this is this is gross. This is disgusting. <laughs> and then and then I and then once I got <laughs> once I got into it, and I started lifting weights myself, and and I went, I started to appreciate all of the work that these guys were doing because it's not something that your average person can do. This is not something that a lazy person can do, right? Anybody can sit at home and or 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 better yet, sit on the bench and yell at Michael Jordan and be like, "I can't believe you missed that layup," right? But they they're yelling from the sidelines. They have no idea, you know, what he's put into I'm glad this. You, I'm glad you, said you know that. what I'm saying? I'm and so and so once I got into it, I had that appreciation for everything that these guys were doing because they worked hard to get where they're at, you know, and a lot of people are sitting on the sidelines and they have that, that, that mentality of like, well, you should be able to do that better. No, why don't you get out there and do it? You know? Right. And it's the, and, and so it's I that have... mindset that gets, you know, that, that runs this world that, that gets things done is those people, that mindset. Right. So there's, there's also the point of, so definitely, I gotta bring God into the mix, right? Because because somehow people don't understand how God can come in the mix of all this. Because I've always given my kids the value, the good biblical values, to understand how to honor. So mm-hmm. jujitsu teaches you how to honor, but the big honor comes from a big biblical principle that that God instills into us, right? That 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 good will reasoning that says I need to be a good human. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, my kids see how they how different they are. They have a uniqueness to them, not just because they know jujitsu aside from other other kids that they go to school with, because they were homeschooled for five years. So them them going back to school and having that discipline of jujitsu and that the biblical principles instilled into them, they see how crazy the world is. Mm, also right. with jujitsu kids because a lot of kids in jujitsu don't have they have christian parents you know but some of those parents don't really teach their kids biblical principles and those kids are of the world if you want to say it like that and they they will they will most definitely show my kids a different side of the world that they don't care for 
And right. they'll they'll come to me. They'll come to me like, hey, dad, like this kid did this, this kid did that. And I was like, okay, well, what did what did what did you do? So now in this case, they can't go and fight fight a kid. They can't go, you know, arm bar them or or or, or steam lock them, whatever whatever move it is. They they have to use a different tactic of how to deal with the world when the world does not like you. Mm. Right? right. So being that they have these these differences when they were in school, and this is when jujitsu comes in because of the confidence that it instilled into them. My my daughter has always been a very shapely girl because of my genetics and my wife's genetics. Mm-hmm. I have technically I have a thin waist compared to how my bottom is. I'm, I'm, I'm in the <laughs> you know, I, I love the way you put that. That was very, that was very delicate. You know, like, 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 you know, that so, a thick, right, right. thick, thick with two C's. All right. Like, <laughs> but, but, um, uh, man. Um, so when they went to high school from being homeschooled, there were a lot of boys that would try to test Destiny, and Destiny was very confident into standing up against them. Um, so my my son made some friends because they're in the same high school, and there was these two boys that were uh, seniors, a lot bigger than him, that he befriended, and because he always he always took to an older crowd because my kids almost got like old souls. It's kind of weird. almost like like how we grew up, Ernie. You know, we, we grew up like yeah. very right, um, right. Um, and I'm not leaving you out, Raymond. I just don't know too much about your background. Oh no, it's cool. Also. I understand. <laughs> I, I did. I did eight years in the Navy. Also, I have four kids as well. And right, that part I know. Me that and me know. and me and uh, me and Ernie also went to the same. I we grew up in Queens, lived in the same projects, and then you were in Queens. We, that's right. Yeah, yeah. and that. and then we both went to PS one fifty one. So yeah. yeah, so you get yeah you get it you hundred percent get it yeah so yeah yeah um, <laughs> I, and I, and I look yeah, Puerto Rican so, too so. <laughs> Yeah, he, he do. Looks, he, he he looks Latino straight up. It does. Oh it yeah. Does. <laughs> uh, so, so my my son, being that as confident as he was, he got into both those kids' faces because they were like, "Yo, I want to hook me up with your sister because I want to smash." And he was wow. like, "Hey, don't talk about my sister that way." That's he was like, "Man, stop playing, man. Yo, yo, man, your sister got a fat booty. Like, like, come on, let's keep it real, man." And he got in front of them and. Jesus left. Let me tell you that because he got he got it. He grabbed both of them, and he was like, "Man, if you say one more thing about my sister, I will mm. f you up." Now, mm. there's a difference when somebody says that out of anger, and when you look at them in the face, and you know what they're saying is real, and yeah. that's what happened. They looked at him and they backed off, and never again did they ever disrespect my daughter, right. especially yeah. in front of him, right? And Word not around school, people were looking at his IG and they were like, Oh, Marcus can fight, Marcus can fight. So then So this one is day, post this is post jujitsu. This is post jujitsu, right? So then one day, um one of the kids, you know, two of the kids went up to him, he goes, Hey man, I I heard I heard you can fight. And he was like, Ah, just 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 a little bit. And he goes, You wanna you wanna try that out? Mm. And he goes, Yeah, yeah, if you want to, let's go. Mm-hmm. And they kind of looked. They kind of looked at him like they weren't expecting that answer. They were expecting for him to punk out. 
He had that confidence right? though. But then but then but then he goes he goes he goes real quick because he's real smart, man. He goes, but we can't do it in school because then we're gonna get suspended. But if you want to go outside after school and go hit the park, I can show you what I can do. Ooh. And they were like, they were like, all right, we can do that, right? So that everybody in school is like, oh man, like like you know, fight, 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 fight. Clock, dude, right? So then, so then they're walking around all day in school because this happened in the in the in the, in the morning and then in the afternoon the dudes go, hey man, we were just playing, man, we ain't trying to fight you, man. Like, oh wow, <laughs> just be chill. right? And he was like, he was like, it's because oh, they know, were scrolling through his IG, you know, right, right. <laughs> they, they were looking at goes, it all day in class, like, oh my gosh, <laughs> like, what did get I get myself up. into? So I'm gonna I'm gonna backtrack a little bit too because um I teach my kids how to how to box in the garage, right? Um. Sort of like how Ernie has done in the past, and, yeah. and um, with mitts and everything, and and my kids have taken also more a little a little bit of Muay Thai. Um, so not only do they know how to kick from some Taekwondo box because I taught them how to box kick from Muay Thai, which are vicious kicks, and I mean they've they've been to world world level competitions. And have come back with with gold, um, so I'm more than confident that my kids can truly, truly handle themselves. Even even me, like the difference of what I thought I can do compared to now, um, I'm more self aware because jujitsu introduces you to all kinds of martial arts. There's there's kali, which is Filipino knife fighting. There's um, um, Wow. Micmac, it, it shows it shows you how much training jujitsu can teach you compared to somebody that's just doing Micmac. It's 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 it, w- it won't be a fair fight. Jujitsu will win hands down because of all the control and all the techniques that you learn. Where uh, something like Micmac is not a complete system. It's it's just made for you to basically survive at the moment as as much as you can. But even in a in a in a controlled setting, you know, jujitsu, I have to applaud it a hundred percent. I I I I've seen so many different martial arts and they're real pretty and they're fancy and but jujitsu is just something that just wins hands down when it comes to being attacked from any assailant, you know. And I'm not going into like like arts like Krav Maga that have jujitsu but also have like crazy knife fighting and, and gun skills. Because those are those are for war. This is this is not like you you have a hundred people coming at you and you have a hundred people against them and you're fighting for a country. This is this is this is street stuff. This is something that right. somebody's is, gonna come at. You. Yeah, and and so so that's one of the things that kind of um, when I was doing when I was doing freelance work for security. That's why I had I had came to you for some self defense training when it when it came to to grappling and jujitsu because I'm I'm not I wasn't familiar with jujitsu but the 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 certain scenarios that I was in when I was doing the security and I'm normally you know there in 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 a bar setting or whatnot and something that could pop off where it's to me it's it's a lot more of a street fight where in a street fight the first thing that the person's gonna do is try to grab you try to come at you or, or 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 try to swing on you right just to kind of catch you off guard but ultimately it it starts it starts off up top 
and it ends down below, you know? And so that's why I reached right. out to you that one time and you, and you taught me a couple of skills. And one of those skills that I was able to implement in one of the uh, nightclubs that I was at, and I didn't know that it was a nightclub cause you get put in different places or whatnot. And it just ended up being one of those restaurants in downtown Norfolk that after a certain time, it, the restaurant turns into a club, you know? Right. And I was like, Oh, right. okay. That kind of party. All right. All right. This is where I'm working tonight. Gotcha. And I ended up using one of the moves that you ended up teaching me, you know, and where otherwise I wouldn't have been able to implement that move against somebody that is at least two feet taller than me. Right. right. And and so so that that was pretty cool. And I, that's what that's one of the things that I like about jujitsu, that it's more realistic. Like you said, it's not meant for war. It's more of, a, hey, this is what you would run into if you get into a street fight where mm. it starts up top ends down below. Yeah. Right. And yeah. And so. So just just to kind of um, fast fast forward a little bit, or or to, or to keep it moving along, um, what are I, and you you pretty much talked about how a lot of the jujitsu the interest in teaching in doing self defense and getting into it was was for the kids to give them something to do right and to teach them a certain discipline right and at the same time you ended up falling in love with it right am I yeah. right? And and so now where they even have their own confidence and where he, they they can be in any they're not afraid to go into any scenario mm-hmm. uh, because they have that self-awareness. Right. They have that. OK, this is I'm in this area. All right. And I'm with these people type sort of thing. They got their head on the swivel. Right. And so how does how does this um have have they ever tested you? Like, <laughs> I just got to ask. You know what I mean? Like did they have a test. Yeah. daddy? You know. Yeah. So so in the like, I think the first year. Um, I used to always play a game with them called, uh, you know how World War Z, you know, you, I would go, man, I don't, I don't, I don't feel too good. And they knew that was the key. And I would start going, ah! right. And oh, I start so chasing like a them zombie. The house, right? <laughs> so I'm chasing them. I chase them. Mind you, this is a year into jujitsu, right? I'm chasing them. I'm chasing them. Right. And all of a sudden they stop running. They look at each other and they look at me and I'm like, like, and that that old meme in my head, you hear run, dun, 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 right? <laughs> and and I go, so man, I start hitting them like I hit my kids, man, hard that they're they got hard bodies, right? Like I, they can take a hit. So I'm like, eh, open hand, eh, right? And they hit the floor and they come back, man. All three of them jumped on me and that was it, man. One one caught me in a real naked choke. The oh, other wow. one caught me in an arm bar and the other one caught me in a leg lock and. And I'm holding on tight, man. I got my chin down. I'm holding it, this arm. I'm I'm pulling this my, my left arm tight. You know, Destiny's like t- torquing my leg, and I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, tap, 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 tap. And I got upset. I got upset. I said, y'all better work, cause I'm. Yo, I'm telling you, I went after them, man. They ran and locked themselves in the room. That's interesting because that puts you in a scenario where, hey, this is what it would look like if I were to run into a rumble with three grapplers. I zoned and out for a second. I felt like I was it, there just now. I, I really did. Like, I was imagining all bro, of that just now. Bro, I was embarrassed, bro. What are you Yo, talking about, bro? Bro, my soul hurt, but at the same time, I was proud. Proud. You got to be proud. You got to be proud. You got because I mean, think about it. That 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 right there taught like they realize like, hold on, all three of us know a little something. We could take him down, right? And right. so they, well, well, let me let me let me paint this picture for you, right? So this was this was about four years ago, right? Four years ago. If you look at my kids four years ago, hmm. you knew they were kids. Like you knew right off the rip they were kids, right? 
Right. So let me see. Marcus is 14. So four years ago, he was 11, right? He was 11 years old. They were, they were kids, right? So now imagine if, if you saw my kids now where two of them are 5'9", one is 170, one is 200. My daughter's 5'6", and she's 170, right? Thick with two C's as well, right? So <laughs> if you see them now and imagine if, if, if we needed to rumble against four other people. Yeah. These yeah. are these are these are kids, these are teenagers that are the size of adults. My 13-year-old is squatting 245 pounds, bro. Like it's cake. Yeah. I'm a little jealous. That's great. So it's like so it's like <laughs> seeing them now and if they if they came at I'm me I'm about to end this podcast. Up, I'm about to go to the right gym. I'll, I'll be back. Y'all keep talking. I'm going to the gym. <laughs> All right, guys. Later, bro. Bro, I'd, I'd have to bite them. I'd have to bite, I'd spit, have to bite. and dude, I have to fight dirty I'd just to, to survive. Came I'm freaking lacking over here, bro. Look, look, to be, look, look, look. So, so you know, you know, I'm I'm a little old school. I I I, I was I finally stopped, but I, I would dish out physical discipline, especially with Marcus, because Marcus was was he would even though he was like perfect outside the house, inside the house. He has this mouth. So about two years ago, I got I got tired of his mouth. I said, "All right, you don't want you want to be disrespectful. I'm gonna go get the belt." So as I'm running upstairs, he's hopping up like a boxer. Like I'm ready. Oh, wow. I'm ready, right? And the only reason why I know this is because Richie. Richie never gave me a problem. My 13 year old Richie was like, "You out of your mind. You better not do nothing bad, right?" So I come downstairs with the belt. I was fed up. I come downstairs with the belt, and this dude shoots in for a double-leg takedown like he was Goldberg from WWE, right? I smacked the wall hard. Boom! And if it wasn't for the, if it wasn't for the wall, he would have taken me down. I would have been hurt. I would have hit that towel, deck, floorboard. I would, it would have been, been a bad day. And I was like, oh, no. So I had to pick him up, and I couldn't because he locked up. He locked me up. Right? So I went to go hit him with the belt, and he drops down, and he puts me in this move called the Lahiva, which wow. is a jiu-jitsu move where, where you lock Wait, my so hips, you were dead serious. So you were dead yeah. serious. You was about to, you was about to whip, whoop his butt. And he, he was going to get a spanking. Yeah. And he went into, so, so in his fight or flight process, he went into right. fight. Boom. It's yeah. time to fight this threat. But here's the funny part. Here's the funny part. He's kicking my butt. Like, he's winning. He's winning right now, right? So I'm like, oh, no. So I want to go hit him with the belt right right on his chest. And he grabs that belt and wraps it around his hand and pulls me in. And he goes, don't hit me in the belt. Just punch me in the face. Just punch me in the face. Cause, wow. Because the belt stings. There's something about an old it does. school belt. And that is yeah. like you just can't take belt, it. Right? Good leather to it. It cracks. Yeah. Right. Right. So at that, that point, push. I looked at him, and I woke up, and I was like, "Oh, I need to, I need to stop this. This needs to like not go down." So I stopped, and I was like, "Just, just go to your room, right? Just go to your room." He goes to his room, and I look at Richie, and Richie goes, "Dad, he lost his mind." Like, <laughs> <laughs> Just punch me in the face, Dad. Just punch me in the face, please. Bro, bro, I spanked Richie only one time. Only one time his whole life, right? And I hit him with the belt. This was like last year, right? He was already big and thick, right? So I spanked him 
I spank him with the belt like three times, right? And he stands up and he looks at me and he looks at me with the straight face like, and I was like, what? <laughs> like, like, you're not crying. That's what I'm thinking to my head, right? Like, so I was you like, wanna, go to you your want to try, try again, dad? You want to try again? <laughs> <laughs> straight punked me, man. I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Just, I was like, just go to your room. Go to your room, right? And he goes to his room, right? I go, so like a few days later, I said, hey, man, I got to ask you a question. He goes, what's up, that? I go, did that hurt when I spanked you with the belt? He was like, you want me to be honest? I said, yeah. He was like, no. What <laughs> 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 better is wrapping him up, man. Yeah, man. Well, I, stopped, yeah, I stopped whooping my... Stop my like me, man. I stopped uh, whooping my oldest son when like he was like, I don't know, 13, man. It got to that point. Well, I felt like I was working harder. Like the output didn't match like the, so I'm like, you know, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to work myself. You're going to, you're going to beat yourself, man. You know what? You're going to, you're going to do push-ups. You're going to do planks. You're going to do wall sits. That's what you're going to do. And it, and, and, and that's how I I got to him because he gets to the point where he's like, oh, Jay, oh, just let me, just beat me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like nah, no, 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 no. I'm saving some energy right, over right, here, man. This, this, this right here, right. This right here probably just just brought up a whole new topic that we gotta cover next time, man. Discipline when it comes to children. the different ways to discipline your children without, 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 without hate, but with love, right? right? Not abuse, with, uh, but right. correction, yeah, right. without being abusive, but actually inflicting, you know, right. some some discipline. Right. But that that right there might be a good one. Yeah, yeah. Well, I got one last question for you, Julio, man. Before we wrap it up, we're uh, coming up towards the end of this podcast, and um, so what would you recommend to someone who's wanting to test the water, so to speak, when it comes to jujitsu? What what would be your recommendation for here in the local area, or for anybody that doesn't live in this? area that may be listening from far away uh maybe even some ladies that listen in on this podcast would want to know hey i want to be able to defend myself against you know an intruder or something like that well so what would you recommend so first of all i i go to a jiu-jitsu sport gym basically our mother jiu-jitsu that most that i mostly study now for fun and for fitness is sport jiu-jitsu, competition style jiu-jitsu. Mm. There's the, the main focus of jiu-jitsu, if you do your research, it, it, it really was about self-defense. They took, they took Japanese jiu-jitsu in Brazil from a Japanese teacher that immigrated to Brazil and changed it. They changed it into Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Um, they, they basically perfected it. And there's, there's moves that are constantly evolving in, in, in different ways. So, my recommendation, people, please do not be afraid to try jiu-jitsu. There are 65, 70, 80-year-old men doing jiu-jitsu that I myself have rolled with. Right. And because I have the discipline to know how to roll with them, they don't get injured. Yeah, some Sometimes of the Gracies injury, are up there in age, right? Right, exactly, exactly. And they're like the original Dandadas, you know? So right. it's like Gracie family. It's like, right, you know, and and and... It's like people are afraid. They think, "Oh, let me lose a little bit of weight before I do jujitsu." Oh, let me let me get let me get a little stronger before I do jujitsu. No, no, no. Jujitsu will do that for you. Mm. That is the that is the side effect of jujitsu. Mm. Go in there with the mindset is of I want to learn how to protect protect myself, protect others. 
go in there with a mindset of, of oh, I need something to help me lose weight. Because let me tell you something. There is nothing in this world that will work your body. You don't have to touch a single weight. You don't have to run. If you do jujitsu three or four days a week, even with the same diet that you're at, yeah. trust me. I agree 100% with that just because of that, that, that one time that I, that I took your, your, your invitation to, uh, uh, which, which is the, uh, gym, the, um, it wasn't Diego, Diego, Diego Bispo. Yeah, Beach. it is Diego Bispo. Yeah. And I went over there and, and, and I rolled and he's right. I rolled with this mm. old retired Marine that had mm. back surgery. Yikes. And this this dude was rolling there for a while. The dude had to be in his sixties, in his mid sixties, right, or right. early sixties, and and he was giving me a run for my money, bro. And I yeah, was and I was winded. Uh, John worked me that night, all right. And I was winded and I was sweating and I was like, this is crazy. So yeah, I I I uh, agree with you one hundred percent. I want to hey, I want I need an invitation, man. I, I watch a lot of. I watch a lot of UFC, man, and I want to get in there and get my uh, my Nathan Diaz on, bro. I want I want to oh, I want to learn real quick. I gotta I gotta throw this in there. Go for it. Big thing about when you start doing jujitsu. Let's say you're about six to eight months in, right? And and let's say you're consistently rolling like like let's say minimum three days a week. You're getting good stuff in. You're looking at videos and you're learning. You're learning. Once you start watching UFC, and if you ever try a little bit of MMA. Once you get smacked, once you get punched in the face, your jujitsu kind of goes out the window sometimes. <laughs> so yeah. when people look at UFC yeah. and just, yeah. they, they see this, oh, I could do that and this, this, and that. Right. Trust me, man, it's not it's not that easy. Was it it's like what is it? Mike Tyson said everyone has a plan until they get punched in the face, right? In the face, exactly. But that's where <laughs> jujitsu is supposed to help you. Right. So if you get punched in the face. And you remember your jujitsu, right? You're gonna learn. It's that so that that mind face. that mind muscle connection, <laughs> so that even right. even even when you you're out of it or whatnot, you're tired, you're exhausted, your body's gonna take over for that mind muscle connection, and you go from yeah, there. I mean, what you, what you train. Yeah, and one one last thing for women, um, this benefits women so much. Like women have an issue rolling around with with men and having men between their legs when it comes to certain positions in jiu-jitsu. There's some women, it bothers mm. them. And I've rolled with many, many women that it doesn't bother them at all. And I work with them as big as I am. I'm going to use my skill more than my strength so I can learn, right? Because that's basically what it's about. It's about using your opponent's you know, body against them. You Women need something like this. I, I wish... I wish when when they actually taught self defense classes, they actually taught women more more jujitsu than anything else because mm-hmm. that's what's gonna save them. It yeah, is. It's, it's going, true. It's going to save them. I mean, it's just there's nothing like it. I like like it's a blessing from God for my family to be able to do this. I'm kind of upset that my wife really won't won't gravitate to it because she has that same proximity issue, you know. And I wish that. Mo- every woman in every family in this world today had a had an opportunity to start jujitsu somehow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? That is all good information, and I'm and I'm pretty sure that uh, 
And I'm hoping that anyone that listens in the audience, you know, that's listening to this, you guys heard my man Jay. You know, this is definitely a a good skill to put in your toolbox as a lady. And and me, I'm encouraged to go back out there and hit up a gym and just roll. You know, I think that some gyms allow you to roll for free for the first time. On certain days, you could come with no gi or something like that. And yeah, uh, so some some gyms have this thing called um, open mats. So um, there's also another gym that I use as a supplement. Um, I believe it's like $20 a month, and you can go there and, and use their mats and train. It's called Grappler's Garage. Um, you know, Check it out on Instagram, Grappler's Garage. Check out Diego Bispo. Um, I mean, even if, if money's tight, man, I mean, you can also check out like Uf, UFC gym. Um, a lot of people don't know this, but my gym, my, my black belt, Professor Diego Bispo, He's actually the the ones that taught the black belts and brown belts that actually teach at the UFC gyms. Oh, wow. we all we nice. all we all affiliated together. So it's like um, it's like one big happy family, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, family okay. man. Jiu-jitsu is family, man. Like you create a family, man. You really, you really yeah. do. No, and I have met I have met Diego. He he's the guy. The guy is really, really genuine. Really, really humble man. A good guy too. So yeah. So 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 anyone listen if if you're in the area or even if in your area you don't live in this area, you know, if uh, you run into or see any UFC gym out there, then just go in there and ask questions, see what what it looks like for for rolling and see what the prices are. Uh, but I would definitely highly recommend it. Uh, a lot of good. And a discipline that comes from from jujitsu, a lot of good good properties. Raymond, you got any final thoughts before we go ahead and end this? Oh uh, no, it was definitely it was definitely really 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 good information, and we appreciate you uh, getting with us today, man. We always love having uh, guests on our show, kind of spice it up a little bit. Get a you know, this is information that people can really use, and that's what our podcast is all about. Uh, getting something valuable that you can apply to to your life and. We, we hit on a lot right. of things here, self-confidence, you know, self-worth, uh, the spirit of competition. These are all things that are very beneficial to people. But um, but thank you. Thank you, because we, uh, no, we always you, love man. it. This was, um, this was fun. I liked it. This was, this was really good. Yeah. Right. No and then, doubt. This is good. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, if it, anyone out there, if, uh, if you guys wanted to give any feedback on the show, we love hearing you guys' feedback. We haven't gotten anything yet, yeah. and we're episode eleven in, and so we just want to, we want to know if you guys are listening out there, and not only if you're listening, what you think about it. So if you want to get in contact with us, you can um, you can hit us up at Gmail. You can send us an email um, at ktbpodcast at gmail com, and then also if you could follow us on social media, our Twitter is at the ktb podcast and as well our instagram is also at the ktb podcast so hit us up on twitter or instagram dms or email with whichever way you want to do that but we want to hear from you guys we want to know what you guys think and if you're getting some valuable information from us or even some topic ideas you absolutely because like, this one you know this just came out of nowhere, you know, and so which is good. I love it, you know, because we could also throw it into the mix and keep the balance with it, right? Because this this topic definitely serves in keeping a balance within yeah. your own life, Very right? Valid. Some some sort of balance of discipline is always helpful, you know. And so Julio, my man, big sexy J. Big sexy J on Instagram. Big Group. sexy J L O L, right? <laughs> right, right, right. 
I appreciate you joining us, brother. You know, and uh, with that being said, we're going to go ahead and close it out. KTB out. Later. If you like what you just heard and you want to support the podcast, consider becoming a patron. Head on over to patreon.com backslash the KTB podcast and become a patron today. All of your support will go to improving the viewing and listening experience. Thank you for your support. It is much appreciated.